It can be so inspiring to hear the stories of the best in the world. Runners who do superhuman things, running at speeds most of us can only imagine. The only problem is that elite runners are not typically all that relatable to the rest of us. So when I had a request to interview real, everyday runners who are not professionals, I loved the idea. Because most of us are just normal people who run because it's our passion, not our job. We have other jobs and kids and mortgages to pay, and yet running is just as important to us as the pros. And I would argue that our running is just as inspiring. Welcome to The Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and my mission is to help you improve your running, your mindset, and your life with science-backed training and plant-based nutrition. Today, I'll be talking to one of my own athletes, Nicole Delal. We'll go over her story of finding running in her mid-40s, how going from a stock internet plan then to a custom plan and then finally joining the PR team changed her running and why getting help and finding community has been a lifesaver for her, even though she doesn't consider herself fast or all that experienced. This is a new kind of episode for me, and I'd love to hear what you think. It's a bit of a love letter to running and finding community, and it's made possible by the community we've built at the PR team. If this sounds like something that you and your running need, head over to theplantedrunner.com group to learn more about it today. And of course, don't forget to stay tuned all the way to the end of the episode for another Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. And now here's my conversation with Nicole Delal. Welcome to the Planted Runner, Nicole. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Claire. Well, this is kind of a special episode because we had a request to do this. You are one of my athletes on the Planet Runner team, and people want to hear just from regular athletes. The elites are great. It's always fun to talk to the elites, but sometimes you just want to hear from some regular runner who is just doing their thing. So here you are, Nicole. I'm happy to have you here. So let's just get into your background with running. How and why did you start running? Yeah, absolutely. Well, running has always been a passion of mine. Like in the back of my head, I've always wanted to run, but I was an athlete, a soccer athlete in college and, you know, as a young girl. And I played soccer after college. And when the pandemic hit, you know, we stopped playing and I needed something. I'm just a goal driven person. I needed something to do. And I was like, you know, let me try this running again. Even though I tried many, many, many times, I needed something obviously for my mental health too, because we were all stuck indoors. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, it was just like, kind of like, let's pick this up and let's see if I, if I can run, if I can still, you know, have that burning passion that was deep inside of me. Mm -hmm. And so you rediscovered it. I did. I did. I, I got a treadmill uh, during the pandemic and I was, and I pretty much just started just walking, you know, I think like most runners do, I just started walking and then walk, run, and it kind of just progressed from there. What do you love most about it? 
the freedom. I mean, when you're out there running just miles and miles, and I'm a mom, I'm a C-suite executive, like no one's in my ear, no one's asking me for anything. It just gives me that freedom. It gives me that accomplishment. There's a sense of peace to running. You know, I just, I love long runs, but what I love the most is the community. The yeah. running community is so just amazing, no matter who you meet at a race, no matter, you know, online or, you know, even like our PR team, just everyone's so awesome. Yeah. So when you started training with me, you had a pretty ambitious goal. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'll kind of talk through like my progression of running. So like I said, I started walking and then on the treadmill, there was this like learn to run. So I was like, oh, okay, this is it. You know, I just want to run for five minutes straight. And I'll never forget the day that I stopped. I like, I finished that little series and it had the, at the end of the series, it was like, you're going to run for 30 minutes. And I thought, no way am I going to run for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> and I'll never forget Claire. It was in June of 2021. And I walked off the treadmill and cried my eyes out. Like uh -huh. I ran for 30 minutes. And so that was it. Like I never looked back. I had my 5k. And then next thing you know, I was like, I'm going to do the dopey challenge. And so <laughs> I, I decided to sign up for dopey and it was crazy. And I, I, as I, you know, was getting closer and closer and after an injury, I was like, I need help. I have to find someone to help. And that's how I found you. I, I heard you on another podcast and I was like, okay, this, this, she can help me. I, I just need a plan. I'm not gonna be able to do this on my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what was the connection? So what, you know, I'm just some person on a podcast. So uh, what was the connection or what, what made you think this is the person for me? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of similarities. I started running, I'm 45. I started running in my forties. Um, I uh, have a daughter. I think we have daughters in the same age or children in the same age. And you're a mom and I'm a mom and you work and I work like it was just kind of like, it just, there was something you had said on that, on that podcast that just completely resonated with me. And I was like, this is the person for me. Like she, she's been where I've been and she knows. And that's just kind of how I, we connected. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for those who don't know about Dopey, tell tell everybody what it is and why it's so ambitious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the Dopey Challenge is a, a challenge um, to run four days straight um, in Walt Disney World. So each day is um, a race. So on Thursday, it's a 5K. On Friday, it's a 10K. On Saturday, it's a half marathon. And then on Sunday, it's a full marathon. So not only was it my first marathon ever in my life, it was those four races, you know, back to back to back. So you're ultimately running 48.6 miles in four days. And mm. yeah, crazy going from a 10k, a 5k, a 10k and a half and just taking on this challenge was yeah, super probably crazy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little crazy. I think that's why they call it dopey. They're yes, like, huh, you yes. got to be dopey to do, <laughs> to do this. But you did great. I mean, tell, tell everybody what the experience was like. Yeah, it's like nothing else. It, you know, you're, you're up at two in the morning, you're loading on buses, you're starting your races between four and five, just depending on the distance, because you're literally running through the park. So you have to get out of the way. Like you have to be out of the park so the guests can come. And it, the energy, the, the music, everything was just so just memorable and, and exciting. And the race itself, it kind of just goes because every, there's so many people around you 
tens of thousands of people. And, you know, the big focus for me was recovery, you know, mm -hmm. making sure every night I was back in my room at by five recovering, you know, using my tools and getting to bed as quick as I could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you came to me and you're like, okay, I've run a 5k, a 10k, and now I'm going to do dopey. I'm just like, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. You know? Um, but I, I work with all kinds of runners definitely. So I was like, okay, if you want to do this, let's get you ready. So uh, what, um, when you joined, uh, the team, what was that like for you? Yeah. So my progression with you was quite interesting. I had to go back and look, you, you had, you gave me a marathon plan. And mm -hmm. then I remember reaching back out to you and saying, uh, you know, can you keep working with me? Cause the plan was fantastic, but I knew I just, I needed you through the entire race. Mm -hmm. And, and then after that is when I joined actually the PR team because I had such a fantastic experience. I felt so incredibly prepared for, you know, that crazy event. I was like, oh, how do I work with Claire and, you know, other people that are also doing, you know, similar things. So joining the PR team has been, you know, just a, a, a life changer, honestly. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's so great. Cause you know, honestly, when I started it, I really wanted to find a way to reach more people because, you know, I can only help people one-on-one, -on -one, you know, for so long, I'm just one person. And I was just like, I want to start a team, but what if no one shows up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what's, what's going to happen? And right. oh my God, the, the response and how it has worked out. I am over the moon. I love it so much. And it's so much fun to see you all interact with each other, which is really great. Um, so I, I definitely love that. But, you know, so you were talking about the marathon plan. So I make plans that are custom for everybody who wants one. So if you want to come to me and you just want a training plan with no coaching, you got it. But then there's other layers on top of that. So, so what was the difference between getting just a plan that you kind of had to DIY yourself versus having some support? Yeah, I, that's a great question because you know, in my running journey, I did what I think every new runner does. We go out to the internet, we go to various websites, we're like, I want to run a 10k and they give you these four or six week plans. And there's a big difference between like an internet plan, like a stock plan versus a coaching plan versus a team versus, you know, and so the 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 stock plan isn't like helping you to cut down on, you know, get a PR, cut a minute off a of time, you know, cut a 10 minutes, like you have to have someone there to help you. And like, that's, you know, the difference between one of the very many differences is having the support of the coach and having, you know, the, the trainings, the other trainings that we we do inside of our plan. That's a big difference than just like a stock plan. And without having somebody to help you like know, like your goal of running the dopey challenge, for example, you can't put four plans together, a 5k, 10k, you know, half and marathon, and you'd be running for like a year and then never make it to the race. Right. And so, you know, it's so important that you, for me, that I had someone to help me and listen and, and realize, like, I just want to make it through the race. Like, this is a crazy thing. And you understood that and you built my mileage and you made, you weren't like, you must run faster and you must do this. Like, you totally got what I did. And you can't do that with like a, a completely just, you know, internet plan for lack of a better word. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, um, I, I've heard the, the uh, people say that, oh, I don't need a coach because I'm too slow or I don't need a coach because I just started. And those are, that's really for a 
advance people. What do you say to that? Oh my gosh. I say I was exactly there. I am still new to running. I am still too slow for some people, but I'm me. And, you know, for me to get further in my running career, you know, even though I don't get paid for it, because it is a career, it's a job. I mean, and the way I look at it, yeah, it's a part of my, a very important part of my life. You have to have someone there with you. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, if you're, if you think you're slow, we all think we're slow. I don't know a runner who actually doesn't think that they're slow. Um, but like to work on speed goals and to work on strength training, which has been the biggest game changer for me here in 2023, um, for my 2020 three goals, like you have to have someone there with you to help you with that. It's it to be successful, like you have to have partnerships and you have to have community. Yeah. Yeah. And not just in running in life, you know, it's all a big metaphor, right? (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about strength training. So were you doing any strength training before? No, no. You know, as a, as a soccer athlete, yeah, we did, you know, it's, but it's, we did different kind of trainings we did, you know, but even when I left college and was just doing rec, I I was doing minimal. But when I started running in my mind, I was like, gotta be thin, can't have any weight, you know, can't have any muscle. Like you you see all, all these, these people on TV and I, I, it was such a farce. Like looking back, I wish I, I, I told you this. I wish I did all the strength training you told me to, because <laughs> it has changed everything for me this year. And I mean, it just being stronger gives you a level of confidence, but it also gives you speed. I mean, it really has, again, changed me for this year. So yeah. Yeah. So speaking of this year, what are your goals moving forward? Yeah. So I have, uh, you know, obviously if I'm doing dopey, I have to come big. So 2023 for me was um, a race every month. I'm very, I've noticed I'm very motivated by um, like having something to look forward to. So a race, a challenge or whatever. So I have a race every month. They're about, they're 10Ks. Um, I have a half, half next weekend, but my big, 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 big race is Chicago. So very lucky to have gotten to um, Chicago here in October. And so I'm considering that my first real marathon, even though I technically have one, ran one. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, it'll be your first marathon that you're not racing the three days prior, right? Right. Right. (laughs) Right, Exactly. (laughs) Have proper training to do it as fast as you can or as strong as you can. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What kind of lessons have you been learning that really kind of have helped to move you forward in your running journey? Yeah, I mean, obviously the big one was strength training. You know, the uh, the just putting the two together, you know, running and then strength training and then rest days and just really appreciating recovery. I got injured, um, actually very new into my career. I played soccer for 30 plus years, never did anything. And as soon as I start running, I tore my meniscus in my knee. So it was humbling, you know, to realize just how much I missed it, but also how important recovery and strength training is to keep me injury free. And um, I say the other big thing is fuel. Fueling. I, I think mm-hmm. that's also a mystery for new runners. It, it, and I'm still learning. I've, I've been running for two years now. And, you know, it's, it's the common things that like you tell us coach, it's like, eat that bagel before you go on your long run, you know, and, and then it's like, make sure you're hydrating and eating and, you know, taking your gels and goos. And that's an experiment in itself. And, yes. you know, things that things that we I think as runners, we just have to trial and error and, and continue to learn. 
Yeah, absolutely. I wish I could tell people, okay, this is exactly what you should eat. These are the exact brands that you are going to do great with. None of them are going to hurt your stomach. And this, this is the exact thing you should eat afterward. I wish I could say that, but it is, I mean, it's amazing how different people are. Like some people have stomachs of steel and they can just eat anything and they're, you know, chewing sandwiches going down the road. And then like other people are like so sensitive and they can barely tolerate anything. So it really is trial and error for everyone. Yeah, completely agree. And I have celiac, so I'm gluten-free. Oh. So I'm already like GI issue, you know, <laughs> aware. So, but it's been, I mean, there's things out there. I think that that's the cool thing about, you know, running. There's options for everybody. It, you did, Like you said, you just have to try, you know. Yeah, for sure. So are you plant-based? You know, I'm the planted runner. So are you plant-based? I am not. I am not a complete carnivore either. So I feel like I have a pretty good mix. And another reason why I was super interested in working with you is I realized I don't have as many plants in my life. I do now, now that I've read your <laughs> fabulous book. I um, have, you know, added a lot more plant, um, or at least I, I think about it more as plant-based days. That's kind of uh. what my focus has been. And it, again, growing up as an athlete, it was all animal protein. Like that's what got you through. That's what, you know, and so having the, you know, working with someone that's been plant-based just gives you that, um, comfort and knowledge that, yeah, you can do all of this, you know, with plants. I want to tell you about a unique opportunity for you to get stronger, faster, and stay motivated to hit all your running and nutrition goals this year, and that is to join the PR team. I started it last fall, and I have to tell you, it's even better than I imagined. Each member of the team gets a custom training plan made by me for you based on your unique fitness, goals, and lifestyle. Everything you need to crush your running dreams is included, such as strength training, recovery, and even cross-training if you want it. I include weekly mental strength training as well as tips and nutrition guides. But here's where it gets really cool. The group has its own page in the app where we share workouts, ask training questions, and get feedback from me and the other teammates. And each week I create an exclusive private podcast just for the team based on the questions I get and what I see in their training each week. And I usually end up sharing behind the scenes and exclusive sneak peeks with the team that I don't share anywhere else. So instead of joining a Facebook group or sitting through another Zoom call, you get to listen to tailored advice on the run and you don't have to do all of this alone. So if you are ready to take your running to the next level and join an amazing team of runners, head to theplantedrunner.com slash group and join us today. It's more affordable than you think, and I can't wait to have you. Women's Running Stories, where we explore the intersection between running and life. Because every woman who is committed to a running journey has a story to tell, and this is where you'll find those stories. I am host and producer Sheree Louise Turner. I'm a 53-year-old runner, and together with original music by musician and runner Cormac O'Regan, we bring these inspirational stories to life. Please join us to fuel your adventures. There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins, and host of That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast. I interview change makers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition. 
aka their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at thatstotalmomsense.com and follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you. That's so great. I'm glad that you said that because I really... I, I've said this before. I'm not an evangelist. I don't want to try to change people's eating habits if they don't want to. I'm not here to like sell the plant-based diet. I'm here to support people who want to be plant-based and people who are plant curious, but I have no judgment. You know, if you're eating the way you are happy eating and your body's happy eating, go for it, do it. But I, I just kind of wanted that um, message to come across because some people think plant-based people are just these like crazy vegans, you know, that are trying to take down the world. And I am not that way at all. So very true. yeah, very, I don't think it ever comes up. I, you always ask the team, like, can I give you like recipes or more things? Like you've never said like, Oh, all you animal eaters, like get out of here. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so, so, um, where do you think that you're going to be going with, uh, your running in the future? I know you have Chicago, but I mean, um, overall long-term throughout your life, what do you want running to bring to you? You know, running is a hundred percent part of my life now. It, it is in my schedule. It is, you know, it makes me feel good, you know, after I run and feel accomplished after a race. I have hefty goals. You know, I would love to run the six majors. Mm. I mean, that would be a fantastic goal. I'd love to run in every state, some mileage, not necessarily a marathon, but you know, I'd love to run in every state. But my long, long, long-term goal is to be that 94-year-old woman on the podium that's getting up there. And even if it took me an hour to run a 5k, like I just want to be able to run forever. It's been just a, such a blessing, you know, in my oh, life. I love so. that. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. We actually do have somebody on the team, Yolanta, who is running a half marathon in every state. So oh, we've wow. got all sorts of people that have crazy big goals. And uh, it's so fun to hear everybody's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk about some of your habits and your routines, because I think sometimes, especially when we're busy moms, we have busy jobs. Um, it's hard to fit it all in. I mean, the schedule obviously helps, but um, how do you, you how do you make sure that you don't miss a day? Yeah, great, great, great question. Um, that has been the biggest learn for me because going from running 30 minutes, even to an hour a day, you know, as your mileage is going up, the weekends was always manageable. Like for me, I run before work, um, before I take my daughter to school. So I am definitely a hundred percent morning runner. All my motivation is in the morning and then it wanes as the day goes on. So I have been very diligent about just my timing. So if I have to be up at four 30 or five to get my run in that day, that has been, um, you know, kind of the biggest challenge for, if you will, the second part of that is then my strength training. And so I find myself doing a lot of backwards math at night to go, okay, 
I got to run for an hour and then 15 minutes of workout. You know, what time do I need to get up? What time do I have to eat my um, graham crackers before I start running? And, you know, but, but the point is it's, I've made it very important in my schedule. Like it mm -hmm. is, it is, it has to be like, if, if you want to progress or for me, if I want to progress, I can't just get out there and run a marathon tomorrow. I have, I have to train. And so working in those training t in times for in the morning has been, you know, the, the way for me, the way that yeah. has worked for me. So it just becomes like brushing your teeth. You just yeah. get up and you do it and you don't have to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Now I have a treadmill. I'm a actually big TM runner, as you know, mm -hmm. and like doesn't bother me. And I, I wish to be outside a lot, but the fact that I've got work and kiddos, the treadmill works for me on most of my weekdays. And so it's right there. It's all ready to go. And, and so that's also just been a help, you know, for, for me to stay closer to home than running, yeah. and, you know, coming back. So. Yeah. As you know, I'm a big fan of the treadmill. I tell everybody that it is a tool. And if you have, the opportunity to use it, consider yourself lucky. And, yep. um, you know, yes, it can be boring. Yes, there it can be. It, I think it was originally designed as a torture device. <laughs> yes, it was for prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you can, if you can get to the point mentally where you're past that, it can actually be amazing. Amazing. I'm convinced. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. I love talking to the PR team and those who are road runners and versus TM runners. And, and I'm like, yeah, I just kick back and put my Netflix on and, and go. And, you know, on the speed days, it's trickier, of course. But, you know, on your shakeout days and things like that, it's actually pretty cathartic for me just to keep rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, okay, so you do your strength training right after your run. How how much of a time commitment is that for you? Because I, that's the next little um, kind of friction point that people have. They say, oh, I just, I only have enough time to run. I don't have enough time to do the strength training. Yeah, it's exactly where I was last year. I was like, just get through your run. You don't have the time. Honestly, you do an outstanding job. It's like 10 to 15 minutes 25 minutes on the weekend and 10 to 15 during the week. So if I calculate out my hour long run, it's an hour 10, you know, so it's, it's quite manageable if, you know, if you, if you have your weights and everything, you're ready to go. But I don't see it like I did last year, like, oh, I just don't have time. I just see it now as part of my, you know, routine, like I'm yeah. doing this and then I'm doing that. So. Isn't that interesting that it's like, it's like a little mind shift. You know, it's, it's the same training maybe that you were doing before, but it's, you just have a mind shift around it and it's all how you perceive it has, has changed, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It is. It, it literally is the mind shift. You're, I, you said that exactly right. It's, it's not new. <laughs> it's just different. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of the mind, I also include um, mental strength with my athletes. So every week there is some kind of video, some kind of lesson that is meant to help your running. It is much like the mental strength minute that I do at the end of this show every day. Uh, so can you talk about that? Have, have there been any lessons that have really um, stuck with you that you've learned? Yeah, actually, I love those. I'm kind of, I listen to them all at once because you'll like sprinkle them in. So I kind of just ramp them all up on a, my rest day on recovery day on Sunday and just listen to them all. There's so many. Um, the thumb tapping one, I actually use that um, when I have long runs, the black box. 
um, the, you know, negative self-talk. That has to be a big one, especially for us new runners. I'll find myself in a run, you know, like, Nicole, you can do it. You've got this. Yeah. Like, you know, talking to myself, again, all coming, you know, things that seem obvious in, in hindsight, but hearing the way you say it in your mental strength minute just makes such such sense. And it's a minute. Like, it's just, even you put, you pack so much good content in one <laughs> minute. So I love, I love those too. And that's a big part of running. I would mm -hmm. argue that, that the running is easy. It's your mind. That's hard. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I, and I talk to a lot of runners, you know, when I'm talking to them on the phone and they say, what do you struggle with? Or, or when you're filling out the forms to work with me, that's the thing that I ask, what do you struggle with mentally? And there are some runners that are like, nope, I'm good. I I'm positive all the time. And I'm like, who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to talk myself through so many long runs like you know because even though I'm not racing you know that you can just say I'm done and you can just turn around and walk back I mean arguably but there's so much to the mental strength like you said to get through each one of those and to feel like you you know accomplished it but yeah I, mm -hmm. for those who are just like Cool. Yeah, I'm positive. I mean, sure, great, but I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I mean, and I've said this before that that my negative voice is actually a very positive voice. It's a very sweet, kind voice that says, "Honey, you can slow down. You're fine. Yes. Everybody loves you. Your oh, your family really? loves you. Just slow down. Just stop." You know? Yeah. Yeah. I bet <laughs> mine's probably similar too. Now that you say yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you got to tell that you got to tell that one to get in the back of the bus. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's, it is like the little angel and devil on your shoulder. Like, you know, yeah, just quit, just quit. And then the other ones, to your point, has a sweet little voice like, no one's going to judge you if you yeah. just stop right now. No one sees, you know, but you do, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'd love to get into the topic of, you know, we're in our 40s and here we are like racing like we're like, like we're athletes, like we're kids. <laughs> like here we are doing this thing, which ultimately doesn't mean anything if you really think about it. It. You know, we're we're running from one point to another and getting a little medal that we can hang on our wall, right? You know, it's sort of silly when you think about it. But how much meaning does it bring to you? Oh my gosh, it's it's funny you say that because every medal that's behind me, it, it means something, and every medal is an accomplishment. But it's also a place. It's also like I re I'll, I'll never forget the first out of state race. Like, you know, I'll never forget the first 10K, the first half. I'll, you know, there's just so much to the accomplishment, to the, to the medal. Sure. Yeah. It is kind of silly. And some of them are really wheels off looking, but, <laughs> but you know, it's like you cross that finish line and there, there's just so many people there cheering. And, and again, I'll go back to the community, the, the running community is so fantastic, but you're right. No one's paid me. Like no one's right. buying my Morton gels for me, unfortunately, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> so I have to, this is like something that's super meaningful to me. And again, it, it's, a, it's a different goal. We have work goals. We have, you know, goals. We want to watch our children, you know, grow and, and become. And I, that's another big part. I have a daughter who, you know, sees me, you know, running, sees me bring home the medals. And I, it means a lot to her. I could tell, like she cheers me on every step of the way. And, and that's also, I mean, as a mom, Mom, that's meaningful too, you know, to have, you know, to be able to be like, yeah, I'm over here in my forties running for some dopey looking metal, but here I am, you know, actually doing it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Did she ask you if you win the race? 
all the time, all at the time. The other, or what do you, how, how long is it? Like she can't conceptualize miles, which I think is very common if you're not a runner too. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. it's like me driving from here to there, you know, here yes. to Chick-fil-A, you know? Yes. So. Yeah. My kids would always be like, did you win? Did you win? Yeah. And most of the time I did not win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we yeah. don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't ever think I'll win a race unless I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- I mean, that was what I was about to ask you next was, you know, what kind of example are you setting for your kids? Like when you go out for a run or when you come back from a sweaty run and your kids are, you know, Saturday morning cartoons or whatever they're doing, you know, and moms just come back from a run, like what, what do they see? Yeah, great question. I think first you have to get over mom guilt, especially as you start upping your miles and you're out of the house for two to three hours. And for her, she sees that I'm happy. She sees that I'm doing something. She sees that I'm in a good place. And, you know, and she's, I mean, she is all, all in, you know, when I leave early for runs, she tries to get up and, you know, even say goodbye. Cause she knows mm. what it be. Yeah. She knows what it means to me. She knows it means, you know, mom is in a really good space and she's, you know, doing something for her. I mean, I think a lot of kids realize, you know, moms are, you know, all in when we come to our kiddos. And I think they really respect that we try to find time, you know, for ourselves as well. And, as much as, you know, they might be like, I haven't eaten and I, you were gone for three hours. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, but I think deep down, I, I know she's super happy, super happy that I can accomplish these things. Definitely, definitely. And, and that's ultimately our job is not to make our kids happy, but it is to show an example of the people that we want them to become. You know, we, we want our children to be able to go out for a run or do something for themselves. And the only way they're going to learn that is if they watch us do the same thing. Yeah, completely agree. I have not talked her into racing yet. She (laughs) still looks because she's a drama kid. So she loves theater and (laughs) sports aren't her thing. And that's okay. Like she's unbelievably good, but I haven't convinced her to run with me yet. So we'll see maybe one day. (laughs) Yeah. How old is she? She's 12. She's 12. Okay. Maybe just down the street and back, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. She has zero (laughs) desire. You know, I'm like, how about let's walk on the treadmill? She's like, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, okay. no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Exactly. I'm going to go practice yeah. singing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I think that's a really sweet way to kind of wrap this up, Nicole. But if people who are listening to this want to follow your journey, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. If you, especially if you want to go see my dopey costumes, uh, I do have an Instagram and it's, uh, Nikki D runs, N I K K I D runs. And, uh, some of my race stuff is out there. Some of my daughter's stuff is out there. So yeah, I'd love to, love to connect with people for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Nicole, for being on the show. I really, I I really loved the suggestion to have just some of my athletes come talk about what it's like, because, you know, we're all doing the same thing. And it's really great to have just regular runners who are, who are doing the thing, just come on and talk. So I hope to make this more of a regular thing for sure. Appreciate it. Loved it. Loved it. Really appreciate you and the PR team. Fantastic. Can't say enough. Um, good things about the crew. Ah, thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you. And now it's time for the Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. Today's topic is divide and conquer. 
When you're at the starting line of a race or a long workout, if you think about how long you have to go, it can quickly become overwhelming. Or when you're in the middle of a tough long run and all you want to do is quit, it can be tempting to just give up and stop. A way to make the distance more manageable is to mentally divide the run into pieces so small that they don't seem so scary. So instead of thinking of all 26.2 miles of the marathon, just think about one mile at a time. On a tough run in your neighborhood, just try to get to the next mailbox or the next telephone pole. Give yourself permission to reevaluate at each milestone, and often you'll find that you can keep going to the next one over and over and over again until you've conquered the entire run. Thank you for listening to The Planted Runner or watching it on YouTube. Don't forget that you can win a copy of my book for leaving an Apple podcast review. So make sure to write yours right after your run today. Reviews like these are the number one way to boost this show's reach. And it's a great way to tell me what you'd like to hear next because I read every single one. Have a great run today. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network. <laughs>